Hey, I'm going to open up today's episode by saying, may the 4th be with you. And you Star Wars people know exactly what I'm talking about. Today is May 4th, and you've stumbled once again upon a episode of Miked Up Marshev, and you happen uh, to be uh, to have caught me between gigs. <clears throat> between gigs, that's uh, speaking talk for presentations. Last week, I spoke at the Clark Sports Center in Cooperstown, New York, and the title of the program was It's Never Too Late to Make a Difference. And we had a nice room full of uh, retired people. I enjoyed speaking with them. We la- They laughed all at the right time. They were a happening bunch. And next week, I fly down to Nashville, Tennessee, and talk to travel leaders, the Travel Leaders Edge Conference. And I'm happy to say that this will be, I think, the 22nd year I've been doing this conference. It started back with GEM and and Space and a couple of those other consortiums years ago before everybody started buying everybody up, VCOM, then Travel Leaders. But I'm going to Nashville, have three programs, one on visibility, one on selling skills, and one on building a business. Looking forward to each and every one of them and seeing my old friends down uh, from Travel Leaders in Nashville, Tennessee. But today, I want to pick up on a topic that I shared with the retired group in Cooperstown. It's never too late to make a difference. And that's, I'm talking to you too. Every day is an opportunity for you to make a difference in somebody's life. And I shared with these people my favorite, favorite accolade. And when somebody says to me, Mike, you made my day. I just melt. I I love that. When I can say something, do something, refer something, be involved in something. When somebody says, wow, perfect, you made my day. I I can't think of a nicer phrase to point towards somebody. And I think it might be a good objective for you is when you get up every morning, Monday through Sunday, how are you going to make somebody's day? What can you say? What can you do? How can you follow up to make somebody's day? And I think it's an important mission because in today's day where everything seems to be doom and gloom, Every day we have mass shootings. It's incredible. I don't know how I'm preaching to the choir. You know what I'm talking about. But isn't it refreshing when you come across somebody who has a sense of humor, who understands how the game is played, who contributes something to the world, to his environment, to the community, to the marketplace, where you can say, Mike, you made my day. That is worth striving for. So let me just give you a couple examples of how easy it is to make somebody's day. And the most glaring one, the easiest one and the most glaring one, is to pick up your telephone and call somebody who is not expecting your call. There's no reason why you call, but they popped into your mind. You haven't talked to them in some time. You wanted to catch up. You wanted to find out how they're doing today. Make a phone call. And I can't tell you how many calls I've made when people said, Mike, I'm so glad to hear it. You made my day. You put some brightness into an otherwise gloomy situation for a lot of people. So when somebody pops into your mind for no reason at all, do yourself a favor, do them a favor, do everybody a favor, and give them a call. And then you're going to say, well, Mike, well, what am I going to say? I, I don't know what you're going to say. Who cares what you're going to say? You're going to say, you popped into my mind. I want to give you a call. How are you doing? And you take it from there. The conversation, I guarantee you, will take care of itself. It will not be awkward. So calling somebody is an easy way to make somebody's day. What's another way we can uh, add brightness and lightness to the world today? Well, one of the things that my wife and I do that has always worked for us 
is when we're out at a cafe or a diner or a restaurant or, or anywhere where there's a server coming to our table and we notice that they have some ink on their body, affectionately known as a tattoo, we say, oh, look, look, I love your tattoo. What's the story behind your ink? That's what we say. We, those are the words. What's the story behind your ink? Nine out of 10 times, there's always a story why people have a tattoo. And when you show interest in people, they will brighten up. They will lighten up. They will tell you their story. They'll be very pleased because most people, they'll seem to care. You know, you're, you have a tattoo. Who cares? Everybody has tattoos. That's your business, not my business. Show interest in somebody's tattoo and their story, and you are going to initiate a relationship with that person. Now, in the case of a server, I guarantee you, you will get better service if you notice their tattoo or something else about their uh, uh, physical appearance. Now, another little tactic, maybe it's a tactic, it's not a trick, maybe it's a tactic. My wife, who takes great care in her own fingernails, she notices women who take care of their nails and and with the polish or the designs that women put on their nails. And she always makes a comment on an, or an inquiry, not a comment of, of the nails. I love your nails. The the waitress smiles and then shows her the fingers. And then they have a little discussion. They have, they have a, a hook. There's a hook. Fingernails is a hook. That's what we have in common. We have fingernails and yours are nice. Mine are nice. And we talk and we cement the relationship. That's simple. Here's another one. The language you use. One of the phrases I don't particularly care for, and I guess it's a personal preference, is when somebody says uh, thank you to me, um, and they say, no, no, I say thank you to them, and they say no problem, no problem. It's a common phrase today, no problem. And to me, that's kind of a cold response. That's not the best choice of words when somebody says thank you. I think a better uh, uh, choice of words is you're welcome. You're welcome. It's been my pleasure. You're welcome. Those words will get people's attention and they'll indicate to them that you're sincere about what you just did for them, not just a no problem. Another little point on holding a door is if you see somebody 20 20 feet, 30 feet behind you and you go through a door, Pause for a couple of seconds and hold that door for them. Most people just hold a door if you're immediately behind me, but if you're 10 steps behind me, hold it anyway. People will notice, they will smile, and they will say to themselves, I guarantee you this, boy, there are a lot of nice people left in this world of ours. That's what they'll say. Maybe not out loud, but they'll say it. I was at a doctor's office once, and I saw a woman go up to pay her bill, and she was struggling putting her coat on. She had a, a sore shoulder. And I got out of my chair, went up, and I helped this woman by grabbing her coat, holding it in the right position so, so she could slide her arm into the jacket. I helped her put a jacket on. She looked at me like I was the best thing since sliced bread. She said, what a gentleman you are. Thank you so much. She was in need for some help. It was easy for me to help. I made an impression. I don't know if she'll say you made my day, but I certainly didn't ruin her day. And we moved on from there. This week's message, folks, look for ways to applaud people to make them smile so maybe they will say to you, boy, you made my day. You know, follow up, emails, phone calls, opening doors. I mean, it all works, folks. It all works. Little things work today. 
But if you're not looking for them, if you're not focusing on that, you will let opportunities go by and, and it'll slip away and the world will be as cold and dark as it is before you arrive today. So let's make every day our day where we can make other people's day and they will say, man, you made my day. That's this week's message. I hope it makes sense. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.